Hi, how you doing? Um, this is James, and you're listening to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 169, brought to you the week of um, July 20th, 2022. Sponsored by our patrons with special thanks to Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, Wesley Gill. Become a sponsor today at patreon.com slash GOK. Uh, how you doing? This is my personal audio journal. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, I just got off my first day of work. Like, um, like for 10 years, I haven't worked. Oh, a better part of 10 years. Now I just got off my first day. Now, as far as you guys know, I'm working at, at, uh, at Amazon, but I don't, I don't quit that job. <laughs> I already, I already moved up in the world. Um, I decided, I, I watched some videos online on YouTube about people describing their jobs. Because I had a lot of questions, you know? I just, I wanted to know what, what, the, what the deal was. And um, these were young people, you know? A lot younger than me. And they were talking about how monotonous it was. And really, uh, what bothered me the most was how their feet and legs would ache and hurt them. And I'm like, good Lord, if they're in their early 20s and they're complaining, I'm, I'm a dead man walking, you know? So what I did is I got on and I got myself hired at Chick-fil-A. I, uh. I got the job late last week, and my uh, orientation was yesterday, and my first day at work was today, and I I just got off, and I sat down and I watched um, Mad Max Fury Road, which is not for everyone, but man, is it a nonstop sight for the eyes! It is it is a, an amazing movie and then i decided to record so anyway i hope you're doing well i'm doing okay my feet hurt um i tried to quit my amazon job i tried to do it properly but they don't let you talk to them and i don't think they care um so i i did the best i could I got on with their customer service. <laughs> I, I chatted with them over the chat and I told them that I would like to quit. And they said, do you mean you want to pull your application? And I said, I suppose. Well, just pull your application. The guy says, and I said, I don't see that because you know, my application has been accepted. I, I don't think I have that option anymore. And he says, well, let me just see about pulling it on my side. And 10 minutes later, I had to go to the bathroom. So I just told him, I'm like, I hope you have what you need from me. I won't be there on Wednesday. Um, I got to go because I literally had to go. And then I just logged off. And uh, so anyway, I guess they figured it out today that I'm not showing up. I hate doing that because I, I don't want to get fired. I want to quit, you know? But anyway, how was Chick-fil-A, James? That's what you're dying to know. Well, I'll tell you. Well, first of all, why did you pick Chick-fil-A, James? Why did you pick it over 
Amazon. You told us why you didn't like Amazon. Well, you know, Amazon, I, I think I even mentioned it last episode. Um, Amazon kind of treats you like a robot. You know, they just want your legs and your back and your hands. And they don't interview you. They, they just, uh, I guess it's cheaper for them. I don't blame them. I just, I love Amazon from a customer standpoint. Don't love Amazon from an employee standpoint. So, uh, you know, uh, that's all I'll say is I just didn't like being treated like, I don't know if you've ever seen a movie called Idiocracy, but it just reminded me of that. If you've ever seen it, the deal is it's just a lot of people behind computers and behind panels of buttons, pushing those buttons and moving you through the line to the next station. Cause that's what the future has become in this movie is a bunch of folks that just know how to do their little tiny bit of the job. And, and that's, that's the way I felt. So, um, when I thought about the opposite of that, and I also thought about jobs where you needed no training because, you know, outside of my expertise, I have no skills, you know, and, and that's been a humbling experience is, you know, if I'm not a children's pastor or a minister of some kind, I, I don't have anything to, to get a job on you know, other than my art, I guess. And nobody's going to pay me to talk except for my patrons. <laughs> and that's why I love you guys so much. Um, so when I thought about, you know, how I want to be treated like a person. And I thought about the opposite of Amazon. And I thought about, you know, the, the fact that I didn't have any skills. I was like, chick-fil-a you know because i've worked fast food a long time ago i even asked got asked about it today uh, have you ever worked in the kitchen before and i said <laughs> i didn't i didn't say before you were born so be proud of me i'm not pulling the old man card yet but i bet it was before this girl was born that was training me i said in my 20s i worked at a at a wendy's for a little while on the grill and that didn't last very long. And maybe I'll get into that. But I thought of Chick-fil-A because my daughter works at a Chick-fil-A and she has been treated well. The one thing I didn't like about fast food and the thing I didn't like about uh, being on, on the grill at, at Wendy's back in the day is the people that work the jobs are are... They're just not nice. They typically just aren't nice. They're not nice to each other. It's like going back to high school. It really was. I, my memories, anyway, of the whole thing. Um, there's a pecking order, you know? And and little did I know, I was pretty high up on the pecking order. I was on the grill, you know? Uh, but I, uh, I, 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 you know... I don't, I didn't want to deal with any of that. I didn't want stupid high school drama. I didn't want to be cussed at by my management. 
Um, I wanted people to be kind and uh, gentle with me and patient with me. And uh, cause I am a pleaser, man. I, and I'm a worker uh, and I want to do things right. I want to do them right the first time. And I want to do them right every time. And that means I ask a lot of questions more than my share. And I verify things before I do it. And so that, that means I might be a little bit of a pain in the butt to train. Um, not that anybody said anything ever. Actually, they said I did really good on my first day. They said really good things. Everybody was very nice anyway. So you get the point. I didn't, I didn't want a bad experience, right? Who would? So I went to Chick-fil-A. My daughter has worked for Chick-fil-A for almost a year and, um, she's had a great time. She worked front of counter. I, I worked back at the counter. I worked in the back where you don't see anything. And, uh, I worked hard today. I really did. Now I will admit that most of it was just being just flooded with new information. Just so much, so many details. Um, I started my day by cooking eggs and this guy named Adam was kind enough to show me how to do it. And he was so patient and, um, he wasn't demeaning in any way. He, uh, he didn't talk down to me. Um, he would, like I said, kind, patient, thorough, respectful, um, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. Nothing. I mean, just great, great guy. So thank you, Adam, for being awesome. I wish I knew everybody's name, but I, I tried to learn a lot of names today and I remember Adam's name <laughs> the most, <laughs> uh, because Adam looks like Mike from stranger things, except better looking. Now I'm not trying to diss Mike from stranger things, but the boy grew up and he's, he's a little angular in the face. You know what I'm saying? His bones stick out. That's fine. That's going to be great. That boy makes more money with his bones sticking out than I do, you know, with my bones sticking in. So, but anyway, uh, Adam, Adam or Mike, well, it would remind you of, of an older, better looking Michael from stranger things current season. So, uh, so I learned how to make scrambled eggs in Chick-fil-A style. I learned how to make folded eggs. Yeah. That's, that's when they, they make them in a rectangle and when they're cooked, you, you fold them in half and there's a little, there's a little tray you set down and, um, you, you flip, you cook them and then you flip them and then they, they, they're for sandwiches. So, uh, you know, muffins and, and biscuits. And, uh, so I did that and then they put me, I don't know what position I was in, but I was boxing chicken McNuggets. I shouldn't say Mick, should I? Cause they weren't McNuggets. I was boxing nuggets and strips. And that was the job that had a lot going on because you have to watch this screen and you have to watch the shoot. Now you've seen the shoot. Uh, from your perspective, 
when you come through, the chute is that slanty part that, that points to the kitchen. You can't see in the kitchen, really. Um, but, but you know, the little, sl- the chute where the stuff slides down. So you, you kind of have to make sure that chute has a certain number of stuff in it. Just, I don't know, like bullets in a gun. You just want to make sure there's at least three or four in there. And then there's also orders that are coming through in person on mobile and through the drive through. And, uh, it all comes up on this screen and, that was the hard part. Uh, first of all, I didn't know which direction it came up on the screen in. And I, I finally asked somebody and it, and, and it, I had it backwards. <laughs> so I had old orders thinking that they were new orders. And what would be perfect is if like they said, Hey, we need an eight count nugget. And I said, okay. And I, open the eight count nugget box and I put eight nuggets in and I close the box and I hit the little in on the back to say, this is a nugget box because they double as strip boxes too. Um, and then, and then if I touched something on the screen to say that is done, that would be awesome, but it doesn't do that. You have to kind of keep it in your mind. I already did that. Now I need to move on to the next thing. And that's, Ooh, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of mental gymnastics. Let's just say that. And I'm supposed to read ahead. Like, you know, if there's two eight counts in a row for two different orders, why not fill them both at the same time? But, um, I got better as it went along. I got faster. It's, it's folding those little boxes. And I'm going to tell you what. Counting out nuggets is easy, obviously. Obviously. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. First of all, I've counted to eight a lot today. (laughs) I've counted to 12 a lot today. I've counted to five and I've counted to 30 a lot today. Um, So if you're wondering if if, when you order your, your nuggets, is there a machine back there that just automatic? No. It's not automatic. It is James Amatic. And James or some other James is back there one by one counting out nuggets for you to eat later. And he's picking through and trying to do his best to give you good nuggets. And if two of them are stuck together, he has to make a decision. Because <laughs> when two were stuck together, I was like, does that count as one nugget? Because if they're butts, if the customer is a butt, they're going to come back and be like, that was just one nugget. You shorted me a nugget. So if two were stuck together, I would just throw an extra one in. And they they got a bonus big nugget, you know? I, I think that's fair. Um, if two were, were stuck together, like they fried next to each other, and so they had a little string of friday 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 goodness um i counted that as two they were just in symbiosis with each other they're, they're just twins you know they uh, i figured that counts as two but if they were connected like hardcore that that counts as one giant nugget so anyway there's different boxes for each quantity and each box doubles for strips so you have to remember an eight count nugget 
is also a four count strip and a five count nugget is also a two count strip man i'm surprised i remember this 12 count nugget is an eight count strip and then 30 count box is is a beast it's a beast and you got to count out 30 nuggets man um yeah i'm just like people order a lot of nuggets at chick-fil-a you wouldn't think you would think sandwiches all day long um but that was a whole nother area and i'm sure i'll have to work that eventually what i would prefer they do is just keep me where i was today forever and let me just get really good at that but they're already saying it's going to be easier once you know everything so eventually i guess i have to do just about everything uh so there's going to be a lot of first days you know what i'm saying going to be a lot of me not knowing what I'm doing for a while. And and I they were so so good to me though. You know, let me just get that in early. Uh 17 minutes into the podcast, let me finally just say that my trainers and I had several throughout the day were they just they were so fluid first of all cuz one of them would just go and then there would be another one there holding my hand kind of and helping me read that dumb screen that I've already told you I had anxiety about that I was reading the wrong way. Um, and, and, uh, this helpful lady and gosh, I wish I could remember her name. Um, a young lady, uh, red hair. Um, so redheaded people always get, uh, uh, extra, extra, um, respect from me because redheaded people are awesome. Um, Cause I don't, I don't know why anybody would, would pick on or, or berate a redheaded person. I know they get picked on and berated in their childhood and I don't understand it. Redheaded people are, should be worshiped, <laughs> especially nice ones. Like the lady today, she was so great. She just couldn't wait to tell me stuff. You know, she's like, has anybody told you about bacon? I'm like, you know, th there's a smart aleck part of me that wants to be like, yeah, I, <laughs> I know about bacon. Yeah. I know it comes from pigs and stuff, but, uh, I was like, Nope, nobody has told me about bacon. And so I got told about bacon. Bacon's on a tray. Somebody else cooked it. I just got to scoop it into a thing and put it in a thing and somebody else deals with it. So, um, there's a lot that I had to learn today. Like I said, I started with eggs. I ended up boxing chickens, boxing strips and nuggets. And my my feet hurt, but not terrible. My legs ache, but not bad. I'm glad I've been walking, because when I sat down in the car, which was the first time I sat down for several hours um, on my way home today, um, I could feel it in the small of my back. I'm like that. That's the area that used to bother me so bad before I started walking. Whenever I had to be on my feet for a while, the small of my back. Uh, would just start aching like I needed to sit down like I couldn't stand up straight for a, a long time I couldn't walk for a long time so thank God thank God I've been walking uh, because today was no problem as far, I mean like I said I'm sore because I'm I've been on my feet uh, but but no you know Thank God for little, little, tiny, tiny little miracles. MMD moments, as I call them. Made my day moments. Um, but yeah, 
let me let me tell you a little bit about Chick-fil-A. I would want to know, you know, if I had somebody on the inside, I would want to know. So I'm going to tell you some secrets about Chick-fil-A. Um, it's all good. Chick-fil-A backstage is really clean. Um, people really seem to care. Um, they work really hard. There's a lot of folks back there, a lot of moving parts and they're, and it's stuck. It's, it's, we're all kind of crammed together. There's little thin walkways, lots of equipment and different, you know, warmers and ovens and grills and all kinds of stuff back there. There's people making fresh salads and their area is brightly lit and clean as a whistle, you know, and I say clean as a whistle because there's no grease over there because, you know, we're dealing with, with uh, fried stuff, you know? So our, our counters have a little thin layer of grease, but, um, I don't know that you would want to see the area before you ate because, you know, when you fry stuff, there's little fried crispies, you know? And stuff and we pick through that you know the breading that you don't want uh when we pick out the nuggets and the and then all this and then that kind of goes in the trash you know uh so you get the best of the best so you know it's not like something you would want to see which is why they they close it off but if you just went on a tour um they wouldn't have to change a thing to to show you around they wouldn't have to hide anything they wouldn't have to clean anything um, I'm very impressed. I gotta say, ah, uh, so there you go. There's your secrets. Uh, I'm, I'm, it, they, people order stuff that's off the menu and, um, requires extra special, uh, you know, uh, procedures and they got it. They don't care. Nobody gets mad. They just, they just know what to do. You know, if you want something like somebody today asked for a fruit cup, but all strawberries and you would think, okay, I, I had a tiny part of myself. I'm, I guess I'm not a full Chick-fil-A chaplain yet, but part of myself was like all strawberries. Well, I just bust my heart back here and get you some strawberries. You want some strawberries? I, you know. I'm a, I'm, my name's Karen and I want all strawberries, but nobody did that. They just gave them all strawberries and they would have done that no matter what. And no matter how particular the order is, somebody can get it together quick and, and slide it down that slider thing that I told you about earlier. Stuff just appears. Because the people in the back, like I told you, where they make the salads and stuff, where it's where it's like a produce department, they got it going on. Okay, so that's that area. And then on the other side of that, it's like separated, is where the guys grill. Or, or I should say fry. They fry. So they got tubs uh, or big things of where they're frying. And, uh, and they're frying nuggets. They're frying spicy chicken sandwiches they're doing the regular chicken sandwiches they're doing strips they're doing all that and those guys back there scare me um because i'm scared of men okay i just that's what happens when you're not 
when you're raised, when you're not raised by your real dad and then your real dad is the mean Marine guy. Um, you get scared of men. You don't know how to relate to them. You don't know how to talk to them. And it's my job from up in the front to holler at them, to let them know when I'm low on stuff. And that's the only thing she corrected today is maybe you could do better at calling out when you need stuff, but I don't want to bother them <laughs> because they are probably the hardest work. You know, I don't know that this is true. This is day one, but they, they are like the, the life's blood. They are the heartbeat of the whole place. And I, um, every time I went back there to have a tray refilled, I was just wanting to say, thank you guys. Thank you guys. You know, because they are, um, they're just back there working their butts off in that heat. And, and, uh, and they just, they're, they don't seem as happy as I am, but they're, they're friendly. They don't talk a lot back there, but it's a bunch of young guys, you know, let's say mid twenties, you know, mid to low twenties. But, uh, yeah, everything, everything was really impressive. I, all the people seem really nice. You know, everybody's got personalities and, you know, I can already tell folks that don't like to talk to other people and other people that love to talk too much. And, um, everybody knows each other and I'm new and I have the new guy shirt. It's, it's kind of ugly. Um, but there's other guys that have the same and girls that have the same shirt on. I do. And that kind of helped a little bit. Like we should start a club, a club I want to get out of as soon as possible. <laughs> so I don't want to be president. I want to be the first official one to leave the group because I want to move up in this, in this world. I want to get trained. So anyway, Chick-fil-A, man, I am an employee. I'm gainfully employed now. Now the, the hard part is because the reason I quit Wendy's back in the day, I quit because I was ashamed. I was ashamed and I, and I shouldn't have been because I had a job and you should never be ashamed if you're working a job because what's the alternative? You're not working. And even though this is not the job I would choose for myself and even though it's humbling, it, uh, If I could go back in time and tell myself, James, dude, you need to pay your rent. You're, you're working to do that. Don't be ashamed. Don't let anybody look down on you. Don't feel, don't look down on yourself. You know, you're, you're, you're working. But what happened at Wendy's is I was working the grill and my sister and all her friends came by and, and her friends were all my friends at the time. And they all say, oh my gosh, they couldn't believe it. They saw me there behind the counter and I just couldn't even respond. I was, my face just turned bright red and I just kind of looked down and tears came to my eyes and I quit that very night after my shift was over. And I'd, I'd, I'd love to say it was pride. I'd love to say it was something like that, but it was just shame. I felt so much shame. And I'm not going to lie, this morning when I put on my uniform, I felt that same shame. 
I got a pair of pants, a shirt, a belt, a hat, an apron, going to a job that could be done by anybody. Not special. I don't have a title. Not getting paid that much. But I sat there this morning on the couch with my eyes closed and I thought about why I'm doing this. Like I'm doing this because I want to, I want to fix up things around the house and I want to save money up for it so we could do vacations and fun stuff. And I want to help my kids get cars and help them with college stuff. That's, I don't know if I mentioned that last episode, but that's kind of the deal I struck with Jen. I'm like, I, I need a purpose to help me through this. To help me to, to have some self-respect. Is, uh, and I hate this about myself. I, I think it's really a weakness of character for me to still think this beneath me. Um, it really shows a, a dark side of myself that I'm not proud of. Um, but there is something about having had a job where I had respect, I had power, I had a title and I made pretty good money. That was a taken from me because of depression and anxiety. And now I'm starting over and I'm starting not even over. I'm starting low. There is something humbling about all this. And, and like I said, it's showing a part of me. I'm not real thrilled that, that I have to share. I mean, I, I'm trying to say it in, in a nice way so you won't think ill of me, but I, I do. I, I'm dealing with pride and shame now. Back, back in the day at Wendy's, it wasn't pride. It was shame. But now it's, it's both. And I'm being humiliated. And I think it's ridiculous, you know, I think I'm better than the people that I work with. No, they're great folks. They're great, great, great people. And that kind of is what got my head screwed on straight because I sat there this morning in that uniform, which felt so humiliating. And I thought to myself, you know what? Every job has a uniform. Every job does. Especially a pastor. <laughs> you just get to pick out what it is. Usually. But every job has a uniform. Every job has a standard they want you to be held up to. So I, I, I don't want you to think ill of me. I want you to think I'm awesome. But this is this is a part of me, and I think I got it squared away today. Because here's the deal. Um, I work with some really great folks that I would never, ever want to disparage. I would never want to say, oh, you work at Chick-fil-A. Oh, you should have gone to college. Oh, you know, you, no, 
Heck no. Freak no. They're great, they're great people. And I'm honored to be one of them. Because they're good to each other and they're kind. And I'm and it's just day one. I'm sure there'll be, you know, bumps along the way. And I'm sure I'll tick somebody off eventually and and all this, but um I don't know. If if I didn't have my head on straight this morning, I, I have it on straight now, I think. And that's the GOK of the day. Your little gospel of Kenniston tidbit is if you're working a job right now and it maybe it's not what you want to be doing, um let's let's together get our heads on straight and say, let's bloom where we're planted. Let's be faithful where we're supposed to be. The, the Bible says that whatever we do, we're supposed to do it as unto the Lord, as if we're doing it for the Lord. And that sounds really dumb when you think about boxing chicken all day. <laughs> but um, it, it also helps you get your head on straight. That I, I'm not doing this um, for, for, for glory. I'm not doing this for a title. I'm not doing this for power. I'm doing this because it's a breakthrough. Isn't it? (laughs) Isn't that what it is? (laughs) Been sitting on my butt for 10 years. It's probably one of the best things I've done since I quit my last job. So... If I'm fair to myself, you know, that that's the truth. That a great thing happened today. And people were so nice. I kept thanking them for their patience with me. And, oh, I did something good today. It was hard. <laughs> And I lasted. I made it. I didn't freak out. I didn't cry. <laughs> I was able to handle it. My my blood pressure didn't go up, you know, I didn't have a freaking panic attack. It was so much new stuff, you guys. Not gonna remember half of it. But it's a step in the right direction. And I don't know what direction. I don't know what direction it is. And I don't know what's on the in the horizon. I may work at Chick-fil-A until I'm an old man. <laughs> you know. But I accomplished something today. So I know some people listen to this show. Um 
because they're depressed themselves. And, you know, if you can't, if you can't work, you can't work. Um, I, I picked up this whole thing because I thought I was doing better. And then, and I was having trouble filling my day. And, uh, I just felt like it was what I should do. Uh, you know, it, it just, it is other people listen because they want to know what it's like for depressed people. They like hearing behind the scenes. Well, now, you know, now you've heard it. It was a big deal. It's the hardest thing I've done in a long time. And I'm talking about back, back when I used to be really, 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 really bad off and I'd still have to get up and I would cry in the shower and, and putting on clothes was painful. And I would go to church and I would do service and just everything would magically be fine for some reason while I did service. And then after service, I would come home and I'd just be devastated again. And just, just, it just took everything out of me. I I'm home right now. I'm podcasting. I feel fine. I don't want to go to bed. Um, I, tonight's date night. I, I don't know if I need another shower or not because I might smell like chicken. <laughs> You know, so, so there's that. And then some people listen just cause you love me and I appreciate that. So I hope, uh, hope you got something out of this too. I think I'm gonna cut it short. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to me cry. And come to my, my, <laughs> my, my own GOK. But if you're working and you don't like your job, work your job, work that job, do it as unto the Lord, do it for, re- remember why you're doing it, not what you're doing. And I don't care if you have the greatest job in the world or the worst job in the world. You know, every job, every job becomes normal. Every job you, you forget and everything that's normal is taken for granted. And usually normal are the good things. And and so you only see the bad. And I don't judge people by the situation they're in. I, I judge their drama and their pain by the effect it has on them. So if you have a great job and it's eating you alive, or whether you have a, a crappy job and it's eating you alive, you know, we don't judge it based on how much money you're making. It's what the effect is on you. But I would hope that you could find peace in, in, in the simple truth that you're, you're doing, you're doing the best you can where you're at. And, and, um, that's what I'm going to do. I don't know what this is about. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know where this is taking me. Um, but I'm going to try to stay faithful and I'm going to try to do a really good job. I, I want, I want, I mean, it sounds stupid, but I have a daughter who I love so much. Her name is Jenna, for those of you that are new to the show. And she's been the light of my life for a long time. Her mom is even more so, but she's pretty awesome. 
and she works at Chick-fil-A. And when they, when they called, when they heard that my daughter worked at Chick-fil-A, a different one, cause Jenna wouldn't let me work at hers. <laughs> she wouldn't let me work at hers. So I worked at another one. But when they found out that she worked there, they, the guy, the owner got up all sneaky, like, and he went and called the owner of the Chick-fil-A that my daughter works at and asked about me. And he comes back and he's like, I just got off the phone with the owner of the other Chick-fil-A. He knows you. You guys have had lunch. You've had dinner. You, you've done things together. Your, your daughter is apparently a rock star over there. Why didn't you go work for him? And I, I said, well, my daughter didn't want me working at hers. And, uh, and, and yeah. So my point is though, that he called my daughter a rock star and I, I want to be like Jenna. I want to, I want to impress people like she does. Cause she gets it from my wife. My wife impresses people with the work that she does. My wife has been in a male-dominated career her whole life, her whole adult life, and she's always not only been female, which is always a nice thing for a wife to be, um, she's always looked young for her age, and when she, especially when she first started, she would go to these banks, these small town banks, and the guys, the old men would just roll their eyes. But by the time she would be done with whatever job, they were like, like so thrilled with her. She had earned their respect, not by demanding it, not by waving a flag or anything and, and nothing against people that do all that. She, she earned it. She earned it. And, and my, don't mind me saying it. She earned it like a man. Cause she did her job. She put her nose to the grindstone. She did the freaking job. And, and I've always been so impressed with my wife because people expect so little from her because she's a, she's a little person. <laughs> I mean, not literally a little person, but she's short and she's, she looks young and she's really cute. And, uh, but she can work and she's so smart and she's so brilliant. And, and, um, and Jenna, Jenna is gorgeous and she's really bright and, uh, she works really hard and, uh, I hope I can live up to my daughter. I don't, I know I can't live up to Jen's example, but maybe I can live up to my daughter's example, even though she's ashamed of me currently. It's just a phase from what I hear. So anyway. Um, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to my goofy little audio journal. And, uh, as always, your feedback is welcome. You can email me james at nlcast.com and, um, I will, I will read it and most likely respond. It might not be a great response. Sometimes, sometimes I, when I read emails, um, there's not a lot of questions in them. It's just comments and thoughts and stuff. And um, so I, I, I don't respond huge responses, but I always feel bad about it. So, but, but do, if you want to, if you feel like reaching out, uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash NLcast. And my Instagram is 
neglected, but it's in El Cast as well. And uh, I'm always up for more friends on Facebook, so just look me up, James Kennison. Uh, God bless you guys. Thank you for your support, and thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.